we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick Hey, quarantine life, but my flow's still sick If I had a mate, I'd have a make you lemonade And I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans You the only girl I let a pay for only fans Suicide Logs episode, I don't know, because I just recorded an episode yesterday, and now we're about to do this, and I don't know which one's going to come out first, so just enjoy, I'm about to go call Aaron Hunter, and Aaron is an MMA Muay Thai fighter, I think he said he's got about 20 amateur fights under his belt, and we have fought before. Four years ago, it lasted 47 seconds. Um, he landed one punch on me, took me down, and put me in a rear naked choke. It was so fast. Um, but we've been friends ever since. We've kind of kept in touch in social media. He's a very cool guy. Um, and yeah, man, I just kind of want to pick his brain apart and talk to him for an hour because, you know, every time we've talked to each other, it's just kind of like been in passing and stuff like that. But he's a real solid dude. And way uh ahead of the game in the martial arts uh level than i am so um you guys know i'm fucking big on the mma dude it's the only sport i know but we're gonna talk to this man right here let's give him a call and now how do i boom all right for sure i don't know why the volume is hecka low on this hold on There we go. Maybe this will help. Yo. Yo, what up, bro? What's up, man? You're you're live. We're here doing it, man. Oh sure, okay, yeah. <laughs> my my show's audio only, so okay. um, you don't. To, yeah, to save some battery for you, you can if you want. Um, I didn't really. I guess I didn't really go over the rules, but the only rules I have are. You know, don't give out any personal information like the exact street you live on. Don't uh, <laughs> don't give out your social security. You know, a lot of fraud out there these days. So that's it. I already kind of gave a little bit of an introduction about you. You know, just kind of. Sorry, I'm sipping on some coffee here, trying to wake up. Like I said, I just woke up a little bit about an hour ago. Had a very undisciplined night last night, dude. I fucking. I had in and out at like 11 p.m. and then I had some ice cream at midnight. Just not giving a fuck, dude. Um, I mean, you living it up, man. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. We we all got our own guilty pleasures, so I totally relate to that. What's your guilty I pleasure, man? All night as well. Oh uh, yeah, what'd you do? Oh uh, man, I went to my friend Angela's. Um, well, we were late, but it was supposed to be a surprise party for her. But mm. we were like. Uh, about like an hour late, but that didn't matter. Still had a good time there. It was a bunch of uh, people from our gym and uh, a bunch of her family there as well. And uh, a lot of food, a lot of food. And then after that, me and my homies turned up a little bit. Nice. And nice. I could say um, I had one too many shots, but uh, <laughs> hey, I'm here. I didn't have a hangover. Nice. Never did, never will. So. You Man, you, you've never bad. had a hangover before? No, bro. Oh, damn, yeah. I guess uh What's what's yeah, the most 
What's the most drunk you've ever been? Like, what's the craziest night out for you? I mean, like, dude, I'm going, like, blackout drunk before, and I wake up hungry. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty wild. Like, I, I, I can't, I don't know. I can't explain it. I, I, it's really hard to explain it, but, like, went to this college party, and, like, man, like, it was in one of those dorms where, like, the, um, you know, it's like it's two rooms right next to each other, two big rooms. So, like, the party was, like, literally next door to us. And I remember walking in there, and I was like, dude, this party's lit. And I walked back to my homies where we were pre-gaming at. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's take, like, one more shot at Jameson. And this was this would be, I think at that moment, that was, like, my fifth shot. And that was my first time drinking Jameson. Man, I remember we took that fifth shot, and we smoked one more blunt, and I just woke up. And we, I remember waking up on the couch and seeing all my homies, and we still had our outfits on. It was like, bro, we didn't even go to the party. <laughs> like the next morning? Uh-huh. You just woke up the next morning? like Yeah, we woke up the next morning in the, in the spot where we was kicking it at. Like, bruh. And still no hangover. Go. That's crazy. Yeah, still no hangover, but, well, yeah. I, I guess that wasn't, yeah, for me, that was the craziest part for me was we didn't go to the party, but... Yeah, I still wasn't hungover. So. What, what college party was it? Um, this was somewhere in Berkeley. I can't oh, remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they Berkeley. party hard. Well, they party hard all over California, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, hell yeah. <laughs> the no, I the, wanted to go to a Chico State party, but uh, obviously oh, that's too far. I'm I sorry. wanted to go to college out there specifically to party, <laughs> but it, it, mean, didn't, it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not in the... Uh, you're not like you're not by yourself on that one. A lot of people. <laughs> I had a lot of college dreams that just kind of didn't work out. <laughs> I wanted yeah, to. I wanted to go to Arizona. <laughs> but um, no. the no blacking out thing that might be a genetic thing. You think? Like, I, Man, I, I didn't think about that. Everybody's a little bit different with alcohol. Like for me, I've never been blacked out drunk, but I've definitely mm. been hung over. I'm actually, I'm coming up on about 10 months of not drinking alcohol at all. And Damn, bro, congrats. That's what's yeah, up, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think you're going to love the reasoning behind it. Um, okay. Well, there's a bunch of reasonings, but this is one of the main ones. So, um, John Jones, right? He, uh... Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Goddamn, okay. So, yeah, man, about about 10 months ago is when the shit happened with him. Did you see that body cam footage of what happened with him? Uh, yeah, multiple times. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Like, you know, I mean, you're just as big in the MMA, maybe even bigger than I am. Uh, but every time I talk to people uh, about this, they're like, uh, I don't really know. And I always got to fill them in. Which uh, specific body cam footage are you talking about? Uh, the the most recent one on his Hall of Fame night when he headbutted the the car. Oh my God! Yeah, he was like, "Why are you doing this to me?" Oh no, I didn't know what he said. He was he uh, was calling them nerds. I actually just watched it recently because uh, I was showing somebody it. He was uh, I think he beat his wife right allegedly, but it seems very obvious that he did. Yeah, you gotta air quote that allegedly. Yeah. Um, again, like I guess the, his daughter just seems so like I know the drill, call the cops kind of thing about it. Um, Man, that, that, that's what's really sad about it too, and it's like, bro, how you like? That's why, like, I mean, before that, it was before that it was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of losing my interest in him, but that was for me the last straw. I was really? like, okay. 
Mm. I don't know yet. I don't know if it's the last straw for me. Um, no, I'm saying for me. Right, right. Right. I'm just I'm saying for me. I'm still watching him fight, but I'm, I don't follow him on Instagram no more. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> you canceled John good. Jones? <laughs> no, I didn't cancel him. Just, no. yeah. I, I still respect him as a fighter, but it's yeah. just like, I yeah, um, I, uh, <laughs> that whole thing is uh, why I stopped drinking because um, I think when he got caught with all of that, he he quote something about MMA and the media. They throw they throw around the word Val a lot. Like I recently just saw it um, with th- this upcoming card, which is something I want to talk Val? about as well. Yeah, Val. You know what a Val like? A Val is like a, a like a promise, but like the most extreme version. Like when you get married, you know your vows. I always see that, like on MMA Junkie, Bloody Elbow, they always say, this person vows to never lose again. This person vows. And I'm like, man, did they really say that? Or are you guys just throwing that word in there for them? But, um, yeah, I guess John Jones, but, like, he quoted it in, like, a, a tweet or something. Like, he vows to leave alcohol in his past forever. And we all know John Jones. He always slips up, so... A part of me was like, okay, bet, like, I'm going to stop drinking too, and one of the only exceptions for me to start drinking again is if he fucks up, and uh, I guess, it, but it's not in a way to, like, celebrate somebody's fucking misfortunes, it's just like a little, it's like a challenge, because, um, you know, with everything that's everything that's going on with John Jones, um, I'm still a really big fan, like, I still think he's, like, you know, everybody debates the greatest of all time. I think uh, he for sure is. He's mine. Some people don't think yeah. it, um, but for me, he's up nah, there. Nah, I'm gonna say GSP. Never mind. I gotta say GSP. I would argue that, and we can argue that. I I tell people John Jones is the Michael Jordan of MMA, man. Um, I can already off top of my head on why I think John Jones is better than GSP. Of course, I like GSP's lifestyle way better than John Jones, but yeah. just when it comes to in the cage, and if I want to tally up the points. How I would, how I would judge it. Oh, we've never seen John Jones knocked out, you know? We've never... Mo- a lot of John Jones's fights also have been just more... He's had way more spectacular finishes. Sure, he's had a couple of boring fights. I actually didn't even watch the Dominic Reyes fight, like, all of it, uh, all the way through yet. Oh, man, that fight's pretty good, but... I gotta see it. It's like... It's not as like, you know, people keep saying, oh, Dominic Reyes won. It's like, if you watch it closely, and I've rewatched it multiple times, and one time I rewatched it on mute, which I really love doing. Yep. Um, yep. Man, it was like, it was kind of clear. I was like, no, nah, John Jones clearly did enough. <laughs> Dominic Reyes had a lot of good moments, but it was just like, nah, that was, that was, a, that was a Jones. That was, that was Jones. I'll take your word for it. I got to. I, like from how I saw it, what everybody else was saying, they're saying Dominic won that, but I was just kind of siding with John Jones. Like, nah, you gotta beat him if you want to beat him. Fuck the split decision shit. <laughs> yeah. That was a great fight, though. But the reason why I think GSP is the goat is because, like, I mean, one of the obvious ones is the the you know he came back after he retired to beat Bisping for the middleweight belt in a spectacular fashion, uh-huh. and also too like. We saw him go through adversity twice in his career, like, and he got to avenge both of those losses. So, True. that's pretty cool to see that as a young fight, as him coming up, you know. Yeah. And like, also like, this. I mean, of course, lifestyle-wise, but like how he just carried himself too, you know. Of course, he had boring fights as well. That's inevitable, man. That that. that I mean, 
unless you're Justin Gaethje or Charles Oliveira. It's really hard to not get in boring fights, and it's, I guess it's easier to get into like a slugfest. But uh, speaking of fights, I wanted to ask you like about like if you can remember like when you were walking out to fight me. Oh yeah, like, dude! I definitely want to cover that today. <laughs> um, like, um, like what were what was your like mind? Like, what were you going through in your mind? Okay, you I'll I'll share like my whole side of everything, and then I I'm very curious on your side of everything too. Yeah. Um, I I'll, I want to start from when I first even just accepted fighting you, um, oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. because I like at that time in my life that was probably like the hardest I was training to be honest, like physically um and even like compared to this day i feel like if i were to fight myself you ever think about like fighting yourself from four years ago or whatever maybe even a year ago i always said i was like i would knock that motherfucker (laughs) dude sometimes i swear to god that's good that's good i i actually kind of like i don't i think today my older self i think i'm way more mature and smarter about things if i were to fight my old self but I feel yeah. like my old self was just so wild and didn't care. Like, maybe I didn't have as much technique, but I was just like, I'm all in. Like, I'm I'm going to, I had that kill or be killed thing. But now I'm a little bit like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just trying to pull, I'm going to pull a GSP, you know? I definitely sense that. Great. That's what I was aiming for, man. Like, um. So, when... When I first signed, I did everything by myself, dude. I had I had a quote-unquote manager, which was basically just my friend in the Navy who had a printer. I just needed somebody who had a printer to sign to print out all of the papers so I could sign it. I registered myself on camo. I did everything. I still remember to this day just laying in bed on this same laptop, like paying for the damn registration, everything, getting my blood test. Um, and... You know, I'm 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 sure you have even more experience with this. Like flyweight is hard to get a fight. There's not too many fighters at flyweight, so yeah. I was really worried um, that I wasn't going to get anyone, and I I just kept hitting. Who was it? Um, I don't know if it was JT or somewhere from from um, West Coast Elite. Like I saw that, and yeah, I, I I was just looking for like the closest venues and stuff. And so I saw them, and I really I liked that they were kind of associated with Bellator. And I was like, okay, let me hit these people up. Um, they were they were I wouldn't say they were blowing me off. They were just kind of like, okay, like I got you. But I didn't really see like urgency, so I just kept hitting them up. Like, hey man, like I really want to do this. Um, I'll fight anybody, you know. Like just that's how that was my mentality. So the mo like I still remember the day. I was actually at my girl's house when I got the email um, with your name on it. They're like, we have this guy. Um, and they all they gave me was your height, um, your name, and like maybe your record and age or whatever. And I was just like, bet. Like, it's done. What? Like, I got it. Like, not even really doing any research or anything. Like, maybe I looked you up on camera or whatever. And I was just like, before I did anything, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. Like sure and i was all excited and i was like i don't give a fuck who it is dude i just want to do my thing all i saw and man i'd like i don't want it to come off as like cocky or anything obviously i lost (laughs) but i just want you to walk you through my mindset like man yeah i love 
I loved MMA growing up, man. Like, I something happened. I don't know what happened, but I took a break because of just, like, real life, college. And it all kind of started when Anderson broke his leg on Chris Weidman. <laughs> and I stopped watching for a while. And then the whole Conor McGregor thing kind of happened. And I just remember, like, that shit just sparked my interest just back again. And I was just like, I'm fucking training. I was hitting up, you know, old people I would train with and stuff. But anyways, that's um, a little too much detail. So I'm going to get back to uh, signing up for you. So after maybe like a day or so of being fucking excited to finally have an opponent, I looked you up. I tried to find as much footage of I can of you. And I think I saw you fight the other Asian fella. Um... I, I, I forget his name, but you, it, I think it was your first fight at West Coast Elite. I yeah, watched that. Um, and then um, I saw like, I saw like a little bit of footage of you doing jujitsu and you're like a blue belt and you weren't doing much. I think you were just like drilling. I'm like, I'm going through YouTube, bro. I'm just looking. And um, I think the first thing that made me feel kind of nervous about fighting you is I saw one of your Muay Thai smokers, and you just opened up the fight with a fucking hard-ass fast kick or switch kick. And I was like, okay, this motherfucker can hit, you know? And I and I was just like a little bit like, uh, it, it, it was like, all right, dude, we find a real fucking fighter, dude. Like, he might, um, like, uh, okay... How do I say? I guess it just kind of went in my head like, oh, yeah, he hits hard. Like, I, okay, now I'm, like, aware of it. And the only thing in my head was, like, it don't fucking matter, bro. It don't fucking matter. You just got to hit this motherfucker hard. Like, it don't, I don't give a fuck about this shit, dude. And um, so, and, and it's really interesting to me because I took you as, like, a Muay Thai fight. Like, my whole mindset going into... Th- to the fight it was like we're standing and banging like i don't like and i had i'd watched one of your previous fights also or i don't know if i watched it or i just saw the result that you had lost to i don't know if it was a champ the short bald marine guy um no uh he wasn't a champion at that time uh, okay okay yeah but he became a champion later on right Shout out Mike Howard. Yep, shout out Mike Howard, bro. So I watched that fight and I just saw him GSP and you laying and praying on you. So I just had the idea in my head like, okay, maybe this guy, like, especially after taking a loss like that, I, I was like, maybe this guy's just like hungry to stand and bang too. Like maybe he don't want no part of the ground. And so the whole entire time I'm training, like I knew, you know, I knew um, the ground would obviously be a factor in everything. And going into MMA, I already kind of knew that I wasn't good on the ground. been choked out before, you know, and stuff like that. Um, and it's funny, when you put me in the rear naked choke, I had flashbacks of other times I've been in rear naked chokes. Like, it wasn't unfamiliar to me. I knew where I was at. And I was like, God damn it, I can't believe I'm here already so fast, you know. Um, but what what else? Um, so, yeah, mindset into it was just like sprawl and brawl just get like um but anyways i wasn't nervous i I remember i put it in a post like right out i just had no nervousness in me at all i think maybe like the first day or something like maybe i couldn't sleep and this is months before like and that's what i learned about fighting it's it's so much different than just like 
but you're gonna meet me here the next day and we're gonna fucking bang it out no there's like a mental yeah. game when you sign up to fight somebody and that shit's on your mind every day for months you know and i had a lot going on you know i'm working i'm going to school and stuff like i remember there was a fucking day like i was so determined i got i got off of school at like 10 p.m and i'm just driving by and like on the way home i see the gym i'm like fuck it dude so i went to the gym start doing deadlifts and flip-flops just like <laughs> determined bro oh, like no, yeah. just every, i was totally i was pretty tired idea. um but anyway Can you hear me pretty good? what's that can you hear me pretty good? Oh, yeah, I hear you. Great, bro. Okay. And so, um, but the day of the fight, the day of weigh-ins, and, and I didn't find out till like, a couple of days prior to this that the weigh-in yeah. was the same day as the fight day. For, like, months, I was thinking we're going to weigh-in and fight the next day. <laughs> Damn. And, what? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I also, with everything I'm saying, also not trying to make any excuses or anything. Just, just, uh, just, yeah, so, um, what happened? I walk around pretty light, though, dude. Like, right now, I'm probably, like, 130 pounds. Um. What the fuck? Yeah, man, like, what's the heaviest you've ever been? Man, dude, okay. That's interesting. Um, the heaviest I've gotten up to recently was, I think, 152. Okay, that's not bad. That's pretty average, though, right? Like, for a flyweight. And you fought in bantamweight, too. Yeah, but most flyweights don't blow up that much. But, uh, mm. yeah, that was crazy. I started my last camp at 150. Okay. some Dude, yeah, sometimes I think I haven't weighed this in a very long time. Uh, like, I, But I think I've probably weighed this once in high school. Sometimes I think I could probably make 115, fight Adam Wade in fucking China or something, dude. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a really small guy, dude. Um, but what, what else was my mindset? Yeah, I was nervous as fuck after the weigh-in. Like, I just remember weighing in and I didn't eat or drink all day. I was already kind of irritated because it felt like they were taking forever to weigh in. And I'm like, dude, this is like the most yeah. important part, and y'all just talking to us, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, why you didn't take the why you didn't take the uh, the treat? Oh, the it, treat oh yeah, you gave me a banana it? bread muffin, right? Yeah, well, your girlfriend took it, but I was like, yeah. well, you didn't take one. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be honest. It wasn't like an asshole thing or anything. I'm just a picky <clears> eater. I just like I was like, no, nah, I'm not yeah. in the mood for that, you know, but. I, pre- I forgot you did that. I forgot you. That's very yeah. generous of you. Um, yeah, I don't know why I decided to do that. But like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I remember you walking in. I was like, this dude walking in here with baggy jeans. Like, I'm fighting a thug, dude. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Um, um, I, I don't necessarily remember wearing baggy jeans, but I do remember wearing jeans, though. Oh, I'll post a picture, bro. I'll post a picture of us squaring off, because you're most definitely wearing jeans. Oh, yeah. No, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> I remember. Yep, it just flashed back in my head. Oh, man. But anyways, um, so yeah, I was nervous, dude. Like I And I couldn't eat. Um, I kept peeing. And my girl was all like, you got the nervous peas. And like, I was like, what the hell is that? But then later on in life, as I started doing more nervous shit, I was like, oh, wow, I got the nervous peas. I'm peeing all the time. Um, I also want to ask you, is there anything else? I just saw on Facebook, too. You posted, like, does fighting make you scared? And then you posted a picture of you smiling. 
<laughs> but um, but I'm I'm pretty sure that you get at least a little nervous when you fight, right? Oh yeah, but like like it, it's kind of crazy how my fear works. Like usually I'm like terrified, like a few weeks out. Like, I keep having these like not they're not panic attacks, but there's moments like where I'm like like I'll be sitting down or something. Mm-hmm. or like uh, in the kitchen cleaning up or whatever and then I get very tense and I'm just like damn and then my heart start racing and I'm thinking about the fight yeah and then as we get closer like as we get closer to the fight they kind of amp up a little more sometimes mm-hmm. but then I, to this day I do not I don't do anything specific to make this happen the moment my hands get wrapped and like the gloves come on and like I'm on deck basically it's like I I, I just go complete blank and I'm just like I, I'm you see red bro I don't even, no no, no. <laughs> hey, I'm joking <laughs> uh, that's like straight UFC guy. nah yeah. UFC guy. just bleed <laughs> exactly <laughs> but no I just go to like this complete like almost like and it's probably gonna sound pretty cliche but it's like exactly what Bruce Lee was saying empty your mind like right I don't do anything specific. I don't eat anything. There is no ritual. Ritual. I don't listen to a specific song. Yeah. Like none of that. I don't even listen to music to amp myself up. I don't. I see a lot of other people do it. That's good, man. That means you don't overthink, right? Nah, I'm just. Usually, I overthink a lot of shit in life. But when I'm like getting ready to compete, it's like that's the only time my mind kind of feel like it's not racing that much sometimes. Like a flow state kind of thing, eh? Yeah, but then when we compete, obviously, it amped up again. It's like, okay, wait a minute. It's, it's still calm, but nervous energy going on, but yeah, definitely not scared. Never scared. That's, no. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way when I'm competing or anything. Like, I always, like, I always wish I could get, and this comes with everything I do. Like, you know, I'm doing stand-up now and all of that stuff, like, there, there's and even my podcast like there's there's moments where i just feel that people could just see me at my most comfortable like no nerves and that's the best like and to relate it to fighting it's like when you have those nerves it's like sure you know what to do but it's like the nerves it's almost like it adds an extra 10 pounds on you or something you know you just feel a little bit a little bit more stiffer a little bit more slower and it's just um you know anxiety like motherfuckers get anxiety being in front of a crowd just to like say something you know and it's like imagine actually physically fighting somebody in front of a crowd you know it's uh pretty yeah that is an interesting take and uh congrats to you on that man that's uh another difficult thing you take and so yeah man thanks um oh that's what i wanted to ask you actually that's why i asked about like anxiety and stuff is there anything else besides fighting that gets you nervous like you ever go on a date or something and you're just as nervous and you're like, man, it feels like I'm about to fight or something, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, not to put my old uh, information on blast, but uh, uh, I get, yeah. Okay. Somewhere along the lines of that. <laughs> right, right. But, um, yeah, I do remember being a little a little nervous for that. It, it wasn't the same nerves as, as the fight, though. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Do you but do you like? Know what's crazy though? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, go ahead. I want to hear this. What's crazy? Oh, I was gonna say, um, what's crazy is like I actually look forward to feet, like to that nervousness now, like because mm. my last fight that was my twentieth amateur, and like 
the first few amateurs, you know, they were they were pretty nerve wracking. And then I started getting around like I think I want to say fifteen, sixteen, and it was like okay, that 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 nervous feeling is it, not addicting, but it, it's something that's kind of like a. Makes it's you, almost like like we like what we talked about earlier, guilty pleasures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes you know you're alive, bro. Yeah, makes exactly. You know you're alive, that, uh, like a primitive feeling, you know. Yeah, you know what's like something like, that um, like I actually I felt nervous yesterday. I did stand up yesterday, and it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty funny story. Like I I recorded it and everything, so I might put it on the podcast. I did <laughs> I did a poetry night, dude, and I've never done poetry or anything i've never gone to a poetry night and i just said like i i dm the guy asking can i do comedy and they're like no so i'm like all right fine i'm gonna do a song and i made a I made a song like seven months ago and i was just like i'm just gonna you know recite the lyrics to this song and then um like right before i came up like my heart i felt my heart just beating and i felt like dang i'm fucking nervous and that just show that just like lets me know that i still care because i used to kind of just like think about going through life like not giving a fuck about what people think or myself kind of like um and and i do kind of bring this into fighting as well um and i know i started the podcast after our fight but it's like suicide logs it's like i don't know it's kind of like a mindset of suicide you know i've 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 thought about killing myself um a lot when i was younger and um and i kind of brought that into like fighting it's just like and of course you know you're physically feeling more pain (laughs) fighting than you are just like feeling i don't know embarrassment of other people judging you or something it's a it's a completely different thing and so um i just have that mindset of like if you really wanted to kill yourself you know you wouldn't you wouldn't be nervous about it so sometimes i try to like channel in that old self of mine of like like i said i was reckless just not giving a fuck of so i just kind of like want to use that energy but for good because you know there's some people that it takes a lot to kill yourself i'm sure there's a lot of people who you know i don't want to this is like probably the wrong way to say it but um first thing that comes to my mind pussy out of killing themselves um because you know the fucking nerves dude but it's like if you could take that and and but some people they fight through it and they they get through it um and well, i'm glad I, you didn't do that because uh, <laughs> we obviously would have never met yeah uh, yeah so. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty dark right pretty dark stuff i'm glad i like to think um with everything going on like i don't want it to come off as like i've got mental problems i'm depressed or whatever uh. every everybody feels a little bit of depression and for me like just the name suicide logs and everything that i do it's just like it's almost just like a constant reminder to let you know that life is good because i know what it feels like at one point in life to just like feel like giving up or something and um but but for the most part my life has been good my my really i'm really happy and i just think back and it's just like it's just a reminder like people don't want to talk about mental health and things like that when they're doing good but for me, I don't care how good of a time I'm having. Like, if somebody's struggling or whatever, I'll stop what I'm doing. You know, because I, I like, I don't know. People, people wait um, too late. We all, we all know that. So I'm just trying to like give that extra push to care for people, even if you're doing good. Because people don't give a fuck about other people when life is good. Oh, we're at the beach. We're at fucking Mexico. Like nobody's thinking about killing themselves there. You know. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about them fucking white people vacationing, you know, not caring yeah. about people. Um, uh, the fact that you sharing all this though is, um, and despite the uh, ironic name for the podcast, which is dope, by, by the way, it, 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 go, it comes off the tongue pretty good. So uh, <laughs> rolls off the tongue pretty well. I mean, um, yeah, that's dope that you you know you sharing those experiences because a lot of people like keep those. There's a lot of people who feel the same way you just or feel the same way through the stuff you just uh, explained, and uh, but they keep it bottled up. But when they hear somebody else say it, it's like. Damn, it's like a it's like a makes relief them, thing. It's like makes not feel know, alone, you know. Man, a lot of people like need to hear that, and they they need to realize there's there's people out there that care for them. Dude, there was some girl last night. She was like the last person to do a poem. She came. I I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. She came in hecka mm-hmm. late, like way later than the sign-ins, and I thought she was just somebody here to like listen to some poetry. But she came up, and I was thinking, like, maybe she came in late because she was, like, so fucking nervous, and she had this poem that she wanted to read. She came up, took, like, fucking 30 seconds to even say anything because she was like, I'm so nervous. And it's, like, 20 people in the room, and I'm not trying to, like, rag on her or anything. Like, I could feel how nervous this chick felt. And so, um, no matter, like, of the situation, how I'm trying to make it in my head, I could still understand that this person is, like, this is, like, all they're thinking about right now when somebody's nervous they're they're so in the moment and um she started crying she like she like muttered out one sentence and then she just started crying and then like barely could finish it and her poem was literally like four or five sentences and she gets off and um where was i going with this (laughs) where was i going with this um just Damn, I had I had something I had something that I was gonna say with that, but it's like um uh oh oh yeah, think about like with her, for her to share her feelings and stuff like that in a room full of strangers, it's like how much more sadness or whatever is this person feeling when they're comfortable, when they're alone? You know what I mean? And for me talking about like shit i've cried on my podcast talking about like stuff like that but it just kind of seems like the more i talk about it the more um casual it is the more i don't like you know get that lump in my throat and feel like i'm gonna cry because it's like i've already said it so much so and i'm like i'm over it you know i'm like i'm past that in in a sense and it's just like um getting up and doing something like that it's like reps you know it's kind of like you and your fights you know you're nervous at at the Mm. beginning of your emmy fights but by the 20th one you know the the nerves are still there sure but you embrace it a little bit more and um you know i I guess i was just proud of that girl and it's like you know the more you do it it's it's really rare for somebody to fucking do something for like 10 20 years and they're still like shaking up there you know exactly yeah yeah I guess I'll just finish real quick about the fight thing because I, I, there's still heck of more. Man, that day was a fucking story, man. Like the guy who was in my, <laughs> the guy who was in my corner, bro. I met him that day. Shaggy. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the long hair. Do you know him? No, he just reminded me of like a low budget Shaggy. That's hella fun, dude. I, 
I don't remember his name, and I got his number, and he, he, he told me to add him on Facebook, and I never did it. So he's just, you know, I haven't seen or heard from him from that day. Dude, this guy, Shag, we're going to call him Shaggy. Shaggy's a yeah. fucking character, man. Let me tell you. So, um, remember the fight before ours, right? It ended in eight seconds. Some dude got knocked out in eight seconds, right? I know, yeah, I was going to say, I know you remember that. So, um, did you watch it live, or were you just kind of in the back? Or did you watch I it? I saw it. Okay. I saw the whole thing. Me too, like, oh, man. Fuck. And, man, that shit, it didn't make me nervous. It made me feel like I was in Steve-O jackass mode. Like, all right, we throwing bones uh, up in this. I'm ready, bro. So. See, that's crazy because it did the opposite to me. <laughs> just a little bit. Man. I just got done warming up. <laughs> and I looked at it, and my, me, and my co- and I looked, me and my coach looked at it at the same time, and then we looked back at each other. And he was like, you ready? And I was like, yep. <laughs> I'm just like, nah, I bro. That don't I, happen to me, I swear. I was ready for it to happen to me. I like, when you hit me, when you hit me with, what was it, a left? You hit me with a left cross? I'm like, damn, I didn't go down yet. <laughs> yeah, but it was so, I didn't even throw it that hard. It felt hard, bro. I le- It left the lump on my lip. Oh, okay. I think it landed flush. Um, it didn't look too bad on the video either. I was like, I gotta see that. But when it just looked like a regular punch, but I, That's the, what I was saying, like, you know what made it hurt the most? And when I watch it, I, I like was going forward into it. You know, if I, yeah. um, if I probably just stood still or leaned back a little bit, but anyways, um, so that guy who got knocked out, um, he was a late replacement. The guy, uh, Shaggy, was actually supposed to be the one fighting the guy who knocked him out. So, when dude got knocked out, right when it happened, I turned to Shaggy and said, Bro, that could have been you! (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, so the reason why he couldn't fight is because they couldn't get him gloves or something like that. And I, I don't know if you remember, there was a whole issue. Bro, I fought you with one small glove and one medium glove. I had my wrist wrap. I had my wrist wrap, and bro, the thing, the thing that hurt the most after the fight was my wrist from fucking slamming my hand on the fucking ring so hard from being like upset that I got caught in the rear naked. <laughs> and I think, um, so I run into Shaggy at Walmart. Because I'm about to buy some wraps. And um, sh- um, I looked at him and I just remember seeing his face on camo. And I was like, hey man, aren't you po- supposed to fight today? And he's just like walking around like, oh yeah, I was. But, you know, they wouldn't let me because I don't know if it was the, the gloves or maybe he couldn't get like something done. <clears throat> and so, yeah. And so I actually wanted to pull a Mike Perry and have my girl in the corner. Um, oh my god, you should have did that. I re- man, I'm glad you actually support that because man, and this is way before Mike Perry was doing it, you exactly, know? Bro, you um, either, my actual my my main trainer wasn't there that day. I think he was like working, so I already knew what I was getting into. So I was like, yeah. fuck it, dude. I, I wanted to pull a Mike Perry and the commission just like wasn't down with it. They were just like, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't think you should do that. This and that. The lady pissed me off so much, and it actually just fired me up to try and like do my best, and that that actually just made it more embarrassing. I had no idea you actually 
actually tried to do it. Oh yeah, my god, bro. that is awesome. So <laughs> I run into Shaggy. I actually pay for Shaggy's registration to be in my corner. It's like twenty bucks. Um, and man, let me tell you, Shaggy's a fucking character because when we're leaving the Walmart, he finds a roach on the ground and starts smoking it. Like like a roach of a blunt. Huh? Bro, okay. Me and Shaggy are leaving Walmart. I'm about to give him a ride back to the venue. And we see like a blunt on the ground that's like, you know, it's maybe there's like a quarter of it left. I'm like, look, there's a blunt on the ground. And he's just, he's like, oh shit. And he picks it up, puts it in his sock. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And by the way, let me tell you, because we both smoke weed, right? I didn't smoke weed for two months leading up to our fight because I thought they were going to pull some USADA and test us. And so I, I was so upset. I was like, yeah, when we, when we finish, like, here's, here's what I had in my head after the fight, I'm for surely smoking. If I win, I was going to treat, um, my girl and like everybody who helped train me and stuff to Benny Hanna, but I lost, so we didn't have Benny Hanna. I just smoked weed. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about that, man. Oh no, it's it's all good, man. It's all good. Like I I have I have no regrets, man. I really I got no regrets with it. Um, and so fucking Shaggy, he was cool though. He was really helpful and everything. He like he got a bucket of ice and everything for me. I couldn't hear shit though. I remember when the fights it was so fucking loud. Couldn't could barely hear myself think. Um, and I was just like thinking about like, damn. Imagine if you're like you know on the main card of a fight. Like, you can't hear your corner for shit, but maybe in the prelude. Dude, man, for real. I don't think I ever told you, though, like, when I had that choke in, like, if you had got out of that, that bro, you probably would have beat me. Because I, like, I literally was using all my energy. Yeah, I know you like, told you, me your arms are burning out. Man, I was just like, bro, yeah, okay, I did tell you that. I thought I did, but, uh, man. Yeah. Like, if you had got out of that, oh, my God, he probably would have whooped my ass. So the man, you took me down so fast, Um, and that that has always been a problem for me all throughout my martial arts like like training. I guess a little bit about me, like most of my martial arts has been Taekwondo. Um, I did Taekwondo like all through high school, and then some of my friends from there kind of branched out. Uh, The same guy who I met from my Taekwondo gym, he kind of runs a gym now. Um, it's like a, it's like a karate gym, but I always go, it's, he's got like a lot of equipment and stuff and other people come out there to train. And so he, he goes to 10th planet a lot too. And he has some crazy stories at 10th planet. He says there's a lot of Russian people that fucking take things too far out there. Um, (laughs) but so I always just, you know, I've never gone to 10th planet or anything, but I always just try to like, um, pick things up from him. Um, I think he's competed before at, um, oh my god, I sound like such a white belt. What do you call it? Like the Naga? N-A-G-A? Is that what it is? Like the... Oh, Naga. Yeah, yeah. He's done that. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Naga. Yeah, Naga. It's a little too close to Naga. We gotta stop the podcast. He said it. He said the N-word. A little too... Oh, man. That's crazy. Man. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Yo, I actually have a story. This might get me canceled, but I don't give a fuck. 
So, man, I'm Bay Area as fuck, all right? I, I don't say the N-word no more, but growing up, when I was a teenager... I said it, bro. I said like at, with not with the hard R, you know, with the soft A. Just like I'm calling somebody bruh or dude, you know. <laughs> um, and you know, the, but uh, the re- I got a pass on it. All the black people didn't really ha- check me on it or nothing. I recently did get checked on it by some people from Arkansas, cause I guess there's no Asian people in Arkansas, so th- it was a big cultural difference. Um, I didn't go to Arkansas. I was a uh, playing xbox live with a friend from arkansas and uh, i was playing with his friends it's it's a pretty funny story i haven't really told it on the podcast yet because it's uh it involves the n-word <laughs> but um, um and so this, i was i was already trying to chill off of it in 2020 but that was like when i said it that was the last one. I was like, okay, around the world, it's not. Like, maybe in the Bay Area, it's yeah. all right for, you know, Asians or Mexicans to say it. But, nah, uh, you didn't even want to say that in the Midwest. Um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, they, they like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember, oh, my God. I remember, like, one of my early Taekwondo tournaments. I think I had never won before. Like, maybe this is, like, my second fight or something like that. And I was just, like, really determined on winning. Um, I played it super safe the first time. I was just so scared to get hit. And then the second time, I was like, fuck it, we're getting hit, but I'm, I'm going to hit somebody. Um, and I just remember... <laughs> so, there's two things. There, there's two things. Back then, this is probably, like, 2010. Yeah, 2010, 2009. Back then, people would just always go... That was, I don't know, that was me and my friend's things. And I remember doing like a, like a scissor roundhouse, like doubles on somebody and just going as I'm doing it. And then I just remember towards the end of it, I just remember getting hella mad and like throwing a roundhouse as hard as I could. And instead of like, you know, ki or anything, my ki was basically the N-word. I was like, nah. <laughs> just like, um, I get. Well, I, I, at first I was thinking this makes it worse, but I think it makes it better. The guy I was fighting wasn't even black; he was Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And um, oh, um, but yeah, uh, back to the fight. I guess I, I'll mention. Um, yeah, I didn't. I but once I got in that cage, I didn't feel nervous. I was like, all right, we ready to rock. And then the moment you socked me in the face, I was kind of like, man, what the fuck? We really fighting now. All right. I like I was getting ready to just swing and bang. And then the moment that went in my head, I get taken down. And then, um, you know what I said prior to everything? I was like not anticipating the ground at all. I was like, let's get back up. So I tried to roll you over, but I'm pretty sure you went with it. Like, maybe, like, let me ask you, when I was rolling you over, was it already in your head? Like, I'm going for the neck. Like, he exposes back. Like, how'd that go? Well, yeah, because, like, the way I took you down, I kind of, like, you you put me in that, like, old school, like... Bulldog uh, choke or whatever. Yeah, and the, the, the problem with... The problem with the, with the way you had it was you had your back completely exposed. Yep. Yep. So that's why I was able to sink my hooks in first, and I already knew my head was sliding out. Yeah. Because I had my I had my slick haircut at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I probably, you probably would have just I probably would have stayed there if I had to ask her. 
I look I look back actually at that and I wish I just would have had closed the guard up and took some time to kind of recollect and not panic. I definitely like turned you over in panic and I was like, oh wow, like fighting because you know when I was training, I'm always just fighting like heavier people. It's hard to get small guys. And so when I flipped you, I was like, oh yeah, this is really easy. Oh shit, I can't breathe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wish I closed guard and just kind of like recollected myself a little bit. Um, but what what else was I gonna say? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Lots kind of flying through my head right now. I can't catch at least one thing to to say and comment on it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just remember, th like, oh, that sidekick I threw at you, that was, like, in my head from the moment, like, I, f I first started. Like, I remember sparring, and every sparring session, I'd open up with a sidekick, because I was like, I knew that's what I'm going to do, like, and I should have had crossed my foot a little bit more Bruce Lee style to give me a couple of inches, but I just, my confidence did kind of shut down the moment you just slapped my fucking sidekick away. I was like, damn, I ain't getting nothing. <laughs> Through the but side the kick. Was like, you had my head in there pretty good. I was like, okay, hold on. Oh. Like, it on my head pretty hard, but really, I did, I did, I wasn't thinking about that at all. I think I was kind of thinking of it as a like a clinch kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that actually reminds me. This is one of the things I was gonna say because of the headlock thing. So when I used to drink, <laughs> one of like, man, I was a. Uh, you ever see the Let Me Bang guy? Please tell, yeah. please tell me you know who Let Me Bang is, bro. Yeah, yeah, Julia Lane. That's yeah. me when I drink, dude. Shout out to Julia Lane. One time when I was like 19 years old, I got really fucking drunk. And I'm such an asshole friend, dude. Um, I, I don't know what. I just remember like being kind of passed out on the, on the couch. And somebody said, let me put my balls on his forehead. And that's what just, I just got up. I just started pushing people. Yeah, man. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck are y'all doing? And I like broke a fan because I fucking punched the shit out of a fan. And then somebody tried to like. Huh? Huh? Oh, no, no. Like an actual like electric fan, you know? Like a <laughs> and um, so somebody tried to hold me back. And they tried to just kind of like, you know, take me down and hold me down onto the. Um, on the couch and he he fell right into a guillotine dude and i put it and i'm drunk as fuck angry and i'm pressing on this guillotine as hard as i can he starts tapping i don't respect the tap on some rusamer palhara shit and i just i start screaming as he's tapping i just start pressing even harder just an asshole dude just <laughs> just pressing harder and then everybody's just kind of laughing and it took people a couple of seconds to realize, like, oh, he ain't letting go. So it takes, like, four people to fucking separate us. And then I get kicked out of this party, as I should have. And, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of a factor. I'm a, I'm a pretty, at least when I was younger, I, I don't know what I could, I think I handled myself a little bit better older. But I was a, I was a pretty violent drunk growing up. Damn. And I'm underage yeah. drinking. 
but I like to think I like to think I have a mean guillotine. Like, what's your opinion? Like, do you think it's better for chokes when you have shorter limbs? Because I always think when you have smaller arms, you can make that that hole smaller. You know. I mean, it it, it all comes, it all boils down to like uh, each person's like um, like how good they are with the technique. Because mm-hmm. you got some people, you got some tall people who have a, a problem doing arm bars, and you got some tall people who love arm bars. Same with short people or mm-hmm. short arm people. Okay. You got some people with short arms, hella good at guillotine. Some people with short arms who, who fucking suck at guillotine. So. It really all varies down to the individual, but um, in most cases, yeah, like most people with long arms, they're going to be able to slap on hella different chokes very quickly and efficiently. Okay. As, yeah. as opposed to people with short arms, if you in a guard, man, they can they can throw up arm bars pretty quick mm. on their back because of the, especially if they got short legs too. So, What do you think? And maybe this isn't the best thing to ask you because somebody might do research and try and take notes of this. But you can plead the fifth if you want. My question is, um, what what what's like your weakness? Like, what's your submission that if somebody throws it on you, you're kind of like, man, fuck, this is like you know the hardest submission for me to get out of. Uh, bringing a pistol. No, I'm playing. <laughs> 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 I don't think I think that's more of a knockout. That's more of a strike than a submission. Uh, uh, I mean, I've been I've, I've been successful to heel hooks, just like most of the people. But I've been working on that. So, like your defense on heel hooks. I mean, I feel like if somebody if somebody very efficient on those went went for it on me, I could probably. I feel like my chances of getting out is probably like. Somewhere between forty-three to forty-nine percent. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't man, want to say fifty. Somebody but, made me tap once with an ankle lock, but it was like a Kurt Angle ankle lock, you know? <laughs> oh, like W, like damn, you was on your like chest. They just straight up like, well, this guy was big as fuck. He was like six-two, and we were just like oh, grappling. What, you, what kind of training you doing? Oh man, I was a dumb teen. I was just like, uh, he's a good friend of mine. It's kind of an inside joke. His name's a Royal. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he's, he's in MMA and shit like that too. And I was like, man, let's fucking wrestle. How old am I? I'm probably like 16. And I just remember like the whole time, obviously he's dominating me. Um, but there was like one quick second where I get him in North South I'm on top and I fart in his face. And then, um, he just got pissed off and I like, and it was in front of a girl he was trying to get at, I guess. And then, um, he, uh. He just pulled out the Kurt Angle lock real quick to make me tap because he was done playing my games. Um, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Uh, um, for me, but like I like ever since I got rear naked by you, I've been like really trying to practice. Like one of the tips I learned is like you always want to just have your back on the ground and the back of your head touching the ground, you know, Um and so I, I haven't really been put in a deep ass rear naked in a while, which is probably kind of a bad thing. You kind of want to put people, but I have put people in it too. And like, usually yeah. when I put people in it, like I'll get, I'm kind of veering off. Let me just get to my point. Um, yeah. um <laughs> what was it? What was it? What was it? Oh, um, Kimura's dude. Like it would have been really embarrassing if you beat me with a Kimura. But you probably could, and that's something that I'm going to just tell people, like, 
I, my, my shoulders are just not flexible, dude. Like, I will tap so quick to a Kimura. Um, and depending on which arm it is as well. And I just feel like, you know, I can't, I know the defense a lot. Like, I haven't tapped to one in a while. But I just I just haven't really, like, gotten put deep into it. But I know if I get put, like, on the final step of a Kimura, just like the final step of, like, a rear naked with the fucking... Uh, body triangle and everything. I'm I'm tapping way faster than I would have to a rear naked because it's like, but it just seems so much more humiliating because it's like nobody really taps to Kimuras, you know. But I feel like I don't know. You you don't see it as it's a little not as common I'd say compared to like a rear naked. <laughs> I, I think you're talking about probably like in MMA. Yeah 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 in MMA. Yeah, because then like in the jiu-jitsu world. Oh yeah. Know, that's that's yeah and i, I don't know it's, yeah, a, it's a good move it's a good move like the only defense i really always focus on when somebody puts you in a kimura is like you got to straighten out your arm you know and kind of same thing like flatten it out depends on the situation i guess or like what positioning you're in yeah, yeah i mean kimura is uh like when i started off my jiu-jitsu journey especially in the uh, gi I used to love Camores uh, a lot. Okay. I still do. So. Are you Are you a purple belt in jujitsu? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm still a blue belt. I've been a blue belt for. Hmm, let me see. When well, I got my, I got mine in 2017. Yep, five years now. So let me let me ask you. I remember years ago you were at Pacific Ring Sports in Oakland, right? Yeah. And then. You were doing a little bit of uh, Team Alpha Male. Like, I was really interested in that. Like, how, how was that experience and everything? You still kind of tap uh, in with yeah, them? I haven't, been to, I haven't been to Alpha Male in a while, actually. But uh, the times I was going there, man, it was uh, it was pretty surreal. Like, you see all these people you constantly see on TV to see them up close. And, like, man, it was... Um, the, the energy there is completely different, especially on Sparring Day, like... On sparring day, you, you damn near are almost watching a UFC fight, almost. Oh, yeah, I hear they spar hard there. Sometimes. I mean, I've sparred. I mean, I haven't walked away with no concussions. I've been hit pretty hard. I wouldn't say in my head there, but I'm, my defense is pretty well. But the way they got it now is like, so you don't get, like, exclusive invites or whatever, but my coach is, like, you know, pretty well known there. Uh okay. My coach Marcus Reed, shout out Underground Lab. Shout out. <laughs> um, yeah, we sometimes we go with him uh, on Wednesdays to go spar, and um, yeah, they got it to where it's like most of the amateurs kind of go last, and like you know all the top priority guys go first or whatever, especially if they got fights coming up. You ever go out to a CSA gym? Nah, that's way out in Dublin. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot. For some reason, it's like I always kind of associate those two together. Cause there's a, a lot of the alpha male guys go out there. Um, my my same friend that goes out to Tenth Planet goes out to CSA a couple of times, but I don't know. I can't remember last time he was out there. Um, Where are you uh, currently training at? Fucking the same place still, but like nowhere. Oh, okay. I don't really, man. I I just kind of tap in whenever. Like it's um, <clears throat> what is it? It's funny because he started doing these like sessions and stuff when I was um training for our so this has been like a four-year thing going on with this guy but he like 
he's like more of a traditional martial arts like a lot of the money comes from like you know kids classes as like all martial art places and stuff but no nah, man really i just i'm i'm not training for like a fight or anything you know i'm just always just yeah. trying to work out just work out at home and stuff like um i really Health just like wealth, man. what's that Health as well yeah yeah man that's that's my goal i always tell people i'm trying to be a hundred years old and still be able to do at least 10 push-ups um that's nice. that's always in my head when i work out every time Damn, i'm working out, I'm like, i think that would be a record think no man it's not you gotta look at these chinese people on youtube there's some old ass motherfuckers like 80 to 90 years old doing like muscle ups and shit bro it's crazy what? yeah no, man no, no, no. You did not just say doing a muscle up at 90 years old. I'll send you some videos, man. I'll send like these. Yeah, you this, definitely got to send me these that. Chin- they're hella, it's Chinese people, man. Like, <laughs> sorry, excuse Thanks. me. Um, small, small people, they, they like they tend to live longer because it's like the whole blood circulation thing. Like big people, like basketball players and shit like that. I just saw this on Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm basically quoting him. But like tall people, they like they don't really live that long. You never really, you never really, dude, seriously, you never see an old person that's like six foot five. I guarantee you Francis Ngannou is going to be passed away way before 70, dude. That's just me. It's very rare. How old is Yao Ming? Yeah, man, but he's also Asian. I think Asian people just live a little longer. That's just kind of my, that's my theory. Yeah, man, I'll send you some. Really there's Asian for people who, who uh, don't understand humor through video or audio. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Just in I case for the easily offended, I just, just want to say that that was a joke. I gotta make that clear. Oh no, you know, man. It's 2022, we gotta make jokes clear now. So. Oh yeah, that's the real challenge, right? But you'll be surprised. Oh man, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say I, I'm stealing this joke because I want to quote it. I wish I knew the gentleman's name, but the other night, last week, I was in Oakland. And this guy had the funniest fucking joke, dude. Like, when you go to comedy clubs, you'd be surprised. Like, everybody okay, has... I was going to say, you, huh? you might not want to repeat it, though. I... Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, because yeah. he might he might do it at a different show, so... I Yeah, I don't know. It's, um... People are weird about yeah. it. I had this comedian on. They don't really care too much, but... I uh, wish okay, I could I quote mean. him. It's hella quick, it, but it's so good. Okay. It's like... It's so good. I, I got. I'm gonna do it. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna say it. But um, nah. When you go to comedy clubs though, it's like people are really uncensored. Like they're with the shits. Like you'll hear a lot of like out of pocket things. And you know when you're going to open micers, you can see people just bomb. Like the first open mic I went to, dude. And this was like right after a certain mass shooting that happened. Um, somebody just kind of went up and was like, yeah, so. Who's a fan of mass shootings? You know, just like said that. And nobody really, yeah, dude, like thinking that we're like, that's the way to like get people to be like, ah, uh-huh, but it's like, oh man, like the moment I heard it, I was like, mm you better be fucking good if you're going to touch up on a subject like that, bro. Like, yeah, and, and bro, he like, did it. On, he wasn't good. He just brought it up and it just completely turned around on him. 
But, man, there was this guy, and I'm going to tell his joke. I apologize to him if he hears it, but the, my podcast ain't that big. Ain't nobody going to fucking joke steal here. Um, I mean, Carlos Mencia. A lot of people looked at my, uh, I was looking at the, the amount of people that saw my uh, my story. When I put that in it, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't yeah, expect sure. that many people to see this. Build, probably more. So. Build yourself up, dude, and then watch. You're going to start doing stand-up comedy next week doing this joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, the joke goes like this man he's like today people are so fucking soft man like you can't what was he saying he i'm trying to like not just steal his bit just trying to say how he broke it down but he was just talking about how everybody today is like so soft you can't make fun of anybody he was like back in my day dude people would always like make fun of me and he was like a fatter fella and he was talking about people making fun of him for being fat and how he couldn't do push-ups he would do girl push-ups you know like on his knees and he's like ha ha look at this faggot doing girl push-ups and then he would be like excuse me what did you just say did you just misgender my (laughs) (laughs) push-ups that shit had me dying funniest joke i heard all night over there dude Well, anyways, man, I've kind of had you here for an hour, but I still want to hear what your thoughts were on me when I first met you and everything, man. I'm really curious on it. Okay. Um, when I saw the name and I saw the picture on the camera, I was like, man, he looked like one of them, like, he looked like uh, a guy that's, like, going to scrap. Like, he going <laughs> to come out with fast punches and shit. Like, damn, like, all right. Like, he probably, and he probably not, I don't know how his wrestling is, because that was your first fight, right? You had, yeah. Yeah, first MMA fight, yep. First and only. Yeah, that was your debut, so there was nothing on you, so I'm like, all right. He either probably, he, there's three things that went through my head. He either, either good on the ground, or the good at striking, or you just balanced. Yeah. Can I say something? Can uh, I say something or ask you? Did you see that the style of fighting I put was liberal arts? Okay, so that was my major in college, and so at the time, like, I I graduated college maybe like a month before our fight, or like a couple of weeks, and yeah, I I got my associates in liberal arts, so as I was training, I was trying to get my fucking degree, so that's why... I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna give this guy any hints. Like, I'm like seeing all these new fighters put, oh, they do a little boxing, white belt, and jujitsu. Was like, why are you showing your cards, bro? I'm a liberal arts major. I ain't showing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I remember promoters telling me that don't put too much in the description because they make it harder to find fights. Mm. Mm. Cause I remember my first bio, they said everything. It said how many smokers that I had. <laughs> I was like, damn, I wasn't getting any fight. <laughs> I deleted that. I was like, oh. But yeah, anyways, yeah, I saw the picture and I was like, yeah, this, this guy looks like a scrappy guy. And uh, I think we had about, I think I had about a regular three, three or four week camp. Mm-hmm. It went pretty smooth again. The 25 cut was smooth. And uh, I did want to implement some wrestling because I lost to a wrestler in my last fight. Mm. So that's kind of mainly the reason why like I kind of took you down immediately. And plus it just, it felt like, as soon as the fight started, it felt it felt like that. I mean, I just saw that opening, but before that, I want to talk about um, the walkout. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, I remember seeing you walk out, and he was like, "Let's go!" And you jumping all over the cage. <laughs> I'm just like, 
like, all right, man, he, he, uh, he probably he kind of wild. <laughs> and I'm, I'm walking out, and they didn't even pick my, I forgot what song I picked, but it wasn't the song that I picked. Oh, you, you was, walked out to Hail Tupac, Mary by Tupac, and I, yeah, I was jamming exactly. to it. I did not pick that. Oh. I was like, I forgot what song I picked, but as soon as I heard Tupac come, I was like, hey, I love Hail Mary. I love this song. <laughs> so like, I'm not complaining, but it was just like, for a quick second in my head, I'm like, damn, they fucked up my walk up music. Oh. But uh, it was all good. I walked out and to then, the uh, Halo theme song, dude. <laughs> I didn't even know. I'm not a big fan of Halo. I didn't even know. Oh, okay, okay. And then, like, when they announced your name, you know, you was all, you know, looking confident. It was cool to see that. I was just all calm. And they announced my name, and I just keep hearing you scream, let's go! Yo, let's yeah. Go! I was trying to get in your head. I really was trying to get in your head. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, can, we, can I just get mine properly in <laughs> Like, I they fucked this song up, and now this fucking guy is heckling me, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I kind of, like, in my head, I already just kind of knew this guy is definitely more experienced than me, so the only advantage I could probably somewhat get on him is a mental advantage. So I was just trying to look as crazy as I can to just somewhat spark, like, what the fuck in you? And I remember telling some of my friends about it, like, yeah, man, this is my game. I just want to come off like just fucking berserk. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, kill or be killed kind of shit. And all, most people were like, oh, yeah, that would have scared me. But it kind of, it makes me happy that it actually kind of worked on you a little bit, at least the mental side. <laughs> that little bit, yeah, it was just like, all right, man. I'll just flip it in and scream. And I'm like, damn, bro, just be quiet. Cut off. <laughs> yeah, because it was, it was quiet when he said your name. <laughs> my bad man I guess it is a little disrespectful I guess <laughs> no nah, it's all good but it's like in that moment I'm, and I'm thinking I'm just like man like he like and I was also thinking too I think I could be wrong on this but I feel like you were burning a lot of energy yes that is um I don't know if it actually yeah. mattered but I was just kind of like after everything was said and done and we haven't talked about it, I've always kind of wondered if you were either, you know, the complete opposite of being mentally uh, rocked by it or just like in your head like this fucking rookie, dude, he's wasting too much energy. Like I'm about to put this choke in. He's wasting all his breath screaming and shit. So that didn't really uh, I come. I wasn't thinking fucking rookie, but I was just like, <laughs> I think he used a lot of energy, especially when you jumped off the cage. I was like, OK, that's a lot. <laughs> dude you know what that man i had i want to say i almost had too much confidence the reason why i ran up the cage is because i already had it planned if i were to beat you like man like again no disrespect like it could have been anyone in, it could have been the fucking hulk in there i had this fucking mindset was like i'm just gonna fucking run through this guy and then at the end, like, I'm going to do a backflip, like a wall flip off the cage. And I'm not good at that. But I was like, if I get enough <laughs> adrenaline, you know, like, I'm going to be so high off a win. Fuck it. I'm you going for it. <laughs> I've seen Max Holloway do it before. So I was like, I'm fucking do it, bro. <laughs> okay, hold on, bro. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't try to attempt everything you see. Yeah, That's hell of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. There was something else. Yeah, I remember even when I was like getting ready, like I was like kind of doing a hybrid of like I was crouched on the ground and I kept doing this like these hip these hip stretches or whatever. I and remember that. Yeah. I was like, I seen Khabib do it, you know. <laughs> Man, you just chilling 
Oreos bite like John Joe's. Oh no, no alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I start doing a little cocaine. <laughs> that's crazy. He would, you know, you remember why he said he would do that? He was saying because uh, that he would use that as an excuse. Yeah, yeah, that's a good it's one. Fucking wild. Oh, here's one thing I didn't mention, and this is not an excuse. It's just something that yeah. I was going through. Um, man, it was really crazy. Uh, maybe, maybe like three, four weeks before our fight. I remember I had a training session and, um, I don't know if I was sparring. I think I was just like ripping pads in the bag really hard. And the only thing that kind of sticks out in my mind is I threw a spinning back kick because somebody was mentioning that was what could have had fucked me up. But, um... I had fucked up my left foot. Um, I think that's like, I, I didn't really go to the doctor. Well, I did try to call my hospital about it, but they were just kind of blowing me off th- with foot injuries. They're like, yeah, we don't really take foot injuries serious until it's like months of it not hurting. And in my head, I'm like, bro, I have a fucking fight coming up. Like, I need to know what's going on. Like, I want x-rays, but I, I, I swear, I still think I had a micro fracture in my foot, like... I don't think it was plantar fasciitis because it was like a different part of my foot trying to think it was like it was like my pinky toe but like the middle area of um, the foot and every time I took a step it just felt like I was stepping on like a toothpick dude Um, every step was just burning I was like trying to ice it had to call out of work because I couldn't walk like it was crazy and it was it just was not getting better and then I was just like stressed out about it and I I remember I actually kind of got into an argument with my girl about it because um, I was just chilling one day and she's like shouldn't you be like training or something like that I was like man my fucking foot is bothered I'm trying to heal this up like like like, in my head I'm like man I know how to fight I just need to be in the best fucking condition I can be you know and that was like really bugging me and actually when we went into the fight um, I just and no, again, not making excuses. What like I could have probably been fresh as fuck, and I still would have had the same result. Um, my foot, yeah, my foot was still hurting, and I just remember like it was gone by the time I was. I was just like, just ignore it. Who fucking cares, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then, I mean, yeah. it was really spiking so hard at that point. So yeah, I was just ignoring it, and I was like, we'll deal with it after, dude. Was it the foot you threw? Um. It was my left, so I, when I threw, not the side-kicking foot, but then I remember I threw, like, I tried to throw a leg kick at you, then you caught it, and that's how you threw the left cross at me, and uh, I just, I remember with each kick, my confidence was going down more and more, I was like, okay, side-kick miss, let me throw a hard leg kick, you checked and caught it, and I was like, damn, bro, this guy, he know what he's doing, man, he know what he's doing, <laughs> god damn, like, I can't touch this guy, <laughs> Oh man! I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I just yeah. I mean, I was it's the, it's the nervous energy and the calmness at the same time. But um, yeah, okay. I, I, I was actually shocked when you came out southpaw. Oh, uh, you came out southpaw too, though. I know. I mean, yeah. I'm not even a natural left-hander. Oh, for me, I yeah. I switch. Uh, I I like to switch back and forth. I like man, that shit pisses me. I was actually watching. Um, was it? Last week, which card was Misha Tate on? I don't know. She Misha Tate fought Lauren Mur- Murphy, and I'm like screaming at my TV. Um, or maybe no, it was like one of the first fights, and this chick was getting fucked up with leg kicks and calf kicks. And it's like it always 
irritates me like being a fucking armchair quarterback here like what do i know right <laughs> but i always watch ufc and sometimes they'll be like bro how are you gonna fucking stay in the same stance the whole fight when they're like you need to switch stances that leg kicks fucking you up or you ever watch a ufc fight and it's like especially with the heavyweights like nobody throws a kick i'm like bro what are you doing here man it's like it's the same people just be freezing up and it's just like to me in my head i'm always like it's so crazy how some people like get into the ufc and they probably can't even throw a kick you know like it's just like all they do is just train boxing and ju- i mean i guess that's all you need but it's just crazy I mean, it's crazy to it's see. almost the same it's the same thing when you think about like it's some people in the U- some guys in the ufc or, or not guys but yeah some people in the ufc like they just extremely talented grapplers but they striking is okay yeah well, so, I mean, when you watch the prelims, yeah. dude, you'll see people that aren't good at anything. <laughs> you know, like, Sometimes, they, they cleaning that up a bit, but I remember yeah. watching some prelims, and I'm just like, dude, this looks like a, an amateur fight. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, only, I've only seen that a few times in the UFC, though. Okay. And it's always the early am, it's the early uh, prelim fights. Man, I saw it the other I mean, yeah. <laughs> it ain't been too recent since I've seen that, but... I remember just like a few a few months ago. I remember watching like one or two fights, and I was like, "Man, it looked like it looked like I would have seen this guy like at an amateur event or something." The way he was just kind of moving yeah. away from the strikes and like how he was responding to everything. Maybe and reaction it, time. maybe it's a nerves thing too, you know. It could, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think it was a, it was a few. Yeah, it was two guys making a debut, and it's like. That's probably hella nerve wracking. You, y'all both making y'all debut, and Dana's sitting right there, like, man. yeah. You just freeze up. And it's like, uh, yeah, I this forget how to kick. Series. This is already the UFC, like. <laughs> let me. Man. I wanted to get to this. Let's get to this before I let you okay. go. We've been going for like an hour. You still got time on you? I've taken up an hour yeah. and seventeen minutes of your day here, <laughs> but uh. No, it's, all, it, it's good. I didn't even realize that. Damn. I'm having fun, dude. I'm having fun. Yeah, here. same here, man. Uh, I want to ask you about the the card today, dude. Who, let's just do the main yeah, we card. Talk about that. Hey, but I can't believe they canceled this. I like it. Feels like they didn't really cover. They canceled Paula Costa versus Luke Rockle. That was supposed to be today. Uh, no, they, they didn't cancel it. They pushed it back. Oh, who do you have in that one? Even though it's not today. Oh uh, man, I think. Oh man, if 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 Rocco can like just avoid being pressured so much from Costa and be able to pick him apart from the outside and then eventually somehow get him down, because that's for sure gonna be a five round fight. Yeah. And we know Costa. Well, well, he ain't gonna really get us out. I mean, it depends which Costa throw up too. Is, is Costa gonna make weight or is he gonna show up like? He did against Martin Vittori. But anyways, I think I would probably lean towards Rocco. I think I'm being a little bit biased because I want to see him win. Mm. It's been a while, and I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. But uh, I like I like Paulo Costa, too, even though I don't follow him. But, um, <laughs> Dude, Paulo Costa is hilarious on social media. I don't yeah, he's a fucking troll account. <laughs> as soon as you mentioned, uh, let's talk about the fights, yeah, I just literally pulled up the, uh, the card. Mm-hmm. You know the, uh, you know how I pull up the car and I make my picks and I post it on Instagram, so I got yep. that. Yep. Posted up right now, so yeah, we definitely can talk about that. Always watch. It. I think you know what? I think Paula Costa wins. 
I think he does, but it's just uh, I see what you're saying with Luke Rockhold winning. I just the reason why I disagree is I just feel like that goal is a lot harder than Paula Costa's goal. You know, I feel like Luke Rockhold yeah. has a bigger challenge. Um, uh, who you got against Ma- Magomed and what the hell's his last name? Magomed Ankalev. An- Ankalev. Oh, no, 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 no. This, this, is, this is the easiest way to learn how to say his uh, last name. Okay. Uncle Lyov. Uncle Lyov. Okay, Magomed but Uncle Lyov. But then you take the U, take the U and put an A. All right, all right. Uncle yeah, Lyov. Uncle Lyov. Versus Anthony Smith. That's everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Lyov. Uncle Lyov. <laughs> yeah, Magomed Uncle Lyov. All right. Let's see. Versus Anthony Smith. Uh, man, he's basically a fucking light heavyweight version of uh, Khabib, but he hits hard. He's a, he beat Eon Kutiblayev, right? Kutilava, yeah. Kutilava, fucking up all these names like Joey Diaz, dude. <laughs> Kalabib. Kalabib, dude. Kalabib, Shout out Joey Diaz. I don't know if he'll see this, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he might, I don't know. Uh, let me see. I think I'm going to go. I really like Anthony Smith. I think he on a... Is he on a three-fight winning streak? I don't even know. I'm going to look at his record. Let me see. I think so. But, um... Yeah, I think I'm going to go Uncle Live on that, man. Because, uh... Yeah. Uh, three first-round finishes. I mean, he's pretty versatile in his attack. Not saying Anthony Smith is not. Anthony Smith is a well-rounded striker as well. Black belt in jiu-jitsu. But... He, man, he got a lot of miles on him, man. He got about... Mm-hmm. He damn near got like 50 MMA fights. And he's like 34 years old or something like that. Right. So, you know, Uncle Live, what, he undefeated, right, I think? Uh, 17 and 1, it says here. Oh, my God. That's damn near undefeated shit. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? Are you 30 or 29? I'm, no, I'm 28. Oh, okay. Oh, you're only a year older than me. All right. Yeah, I just turned 28 in March. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, Aries gang, huh? Oh, no, Pisces. Oh, okay, okay. Who, okay, who yeah, you I got? Don't, I, don't, I don't do the, uh, I'm not a... The sign shit? shit? The, um, astrology? Yeah, I don't, I don't do all that. I don't really do that shit either, but it's just, like, people talk about people it so much. I don't people do it, though. Shout out to all my people who do the astrology yeah. shit. I don't do it, though. Some people follow that shit like it's religion, dude. Man. I can't be with you. You're a cancer. It's like, it's <laughs> like, 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 oh, you don't, you don't like, uh, you don't like Starbucks. You're truly a Virgo, huh? Yeah, like, yeah, no, bro. Yeah, I man. It's like, like there's seven, almost like, eight billion people on this planet. You're gonna categorize everyone with twelve dif- different things, you know? <laughs> That's funny. Um, All right, what's the uh, what's Alexandra the Pantoja versus Alex Perez? Did you just say Alexandra? Alexandre. <laughs> no, it's uh, Ala, Ala, I think it's Alejandre. Alejandre? Oh, I remember this guy, though. Yeah. I know him from The Ultimate yeah, Fighter. Yeah. With uh, Cejudo exactly. versus uh, da, 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 Benavidez. Benavidez. I don't, yeah. I don't think I know who Alex Perez is, though. I mean, I know a bunch of Alex Perez. I've actually Perez. seen... Uh, Alex Perez is pretty good. I actually seen him out in Visalia 
my buddy uh, Daniel had a boxing fight out there. Shout out to Daniel. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I didn't take a picture with him. I just saw him and I was like, oh, shit, it's Alex Perez. <laughs> um, Alex Perez, again, like I was talking about kind of Anthony Smith, he will run. I don't think Alex Perez is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I think he's a purple or blue belt. I don't know. Sorry if I'm wrong on that. Mm-hmm. He's well-rounded as well. But Pantoja is just like... I mean, did, did you see that fight Pantoja had with Jefferson Um, I, d- I don't think I saw it, but I, I remember him oh from the Ultimate God, Fighter. He was a, didn't he beat Moreno? Yeah, he beat, he beat Moreno and um, oh, uh, yeah. Kyle Franks. Oh, wow. He needs to, yeah, he needs to be the champ. <laughs> he needs to work his way up, dude. Well, no, nah, what, what should be happening is... Yeah, he definitely needs to be fighting. These these records are really close. Uh, Pantoja is twenty four and five, and Alex Perez is twenty four and six. It's really close. Damn, damn, yeah. See, Perez, he crafty vet, man. Twenty four and six. That's, I know, that's right? a good ass record. I'm gonna have to go with Pantoja though, because I don't know who Perez is. It's just completely biased here. Yeah, I, I, I like Perez. I like Perez a lot, but I, I'm going with Pantoja too. Okay. And next up, we got uh, Derek Lewis and uh, how the fuck you say his name? Sergey or Sergey? Oh my God, Sergey Palakovich. Yep, yep. I got I got Derek you know Lewis, dude. Going, right. <laughs> yeah, bro, I gotta go uh, black. I'm sorry. Go against my boy, man. I don't I don't know who can't this guy is. Just like how Derek Lewis does, he, bro. Derek Lewis is going into this fight the same way we're going into this bet. He doesn't even know who this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that interview? He was talking about it. He was like, I don't know who he is, and it don't matter. Like, I fought everybody. I fought people who should have been a champion, and I fought people who should have been reporting for MMA Junkie. <laughs> for all, yeah, I did see that. He was like, man, if I ever win the, uh, the lottery, I'm about to buy uh, the UFC yeah. and talk hella shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, how, you, who you got the, in the co-main? Brandon Moreno versus Kai Kara French. Oh, man, this is tough, man. This is tough. Oh, oh. you're putting the pressure on me, man. <laughs> oh, man. And I like these guys a lot. I need to rewatch their last fight. Um, Man, I mean, Moreno is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I mean, Kaikata French is good on the ground as well. They both hit hard. This is going to be a good fight. Honestly, this could probably come out to a goddamn draw. <laughs> I can see it coming out to a draw, but I think for some reason, I'm leaning towards Kai Carter French for some reason. And I think it's kind of kind of like, you know, he, he's with Izzy and him, so I think I'm leaning right. towards that, that biasness. Do you so. um, do you agree that, uh, that it's a good idea to make this an interim fight or interim belt? How do you feel about yeah, that? It makes sense because... It makes sense because Figueroa was saying he won't be ready until December, so it's like, why the fuck would uh, Moreno wait? Mm. And, but what if Moreno? And, what, no, I'll, I'll check this out. What if Moreno and um, um, France weren't going to fight to, or tomorrow or today? I mean, if they weren't going to fight, imagine if Pantoja went out and got a spectacular first round knockout. Everybody would have been like, man, yeah. Oh no, we want to see him fight for the belt. Okay. Shit. It's good. I don't really. 
Yeah. I don't really have. I guess I don't really have a stance on it. I could see both sides on mm-hmm. why I think it's wrong or why I think it's right. But the, you put up some good points. I don't really. I didn't know that he was out till December. I just remember him saying that he wants to go up to bantamweight. So I thought that's what kind of rubbed Dana wrong or something. It's like, mm-mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh yeah, he was talking about he, he won't he won't fight Moreno until he get paid a million dollars. It's like, bro, oh, what? wow, wow. Um, that could have been a misquote. Don't quote me on that. Okay. that been a I think I, I think I saw it too, though. I think I did see him asking for okay. more money. Um, yeah, they showed it on the countdown. So, man, I just want like before I say my prediction, I just want to share that when I when did when did Cejudo versus Benavidez come on TV? When was that Ultimate Fight? Like 2015, 16, something like that. I think a little later. Oh really? Okay. I just remember watching yeah, Brandon like Moreno. I think, or 2018. Really? What? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just remember watching Brandon Moreno coming up, and it, it might sound hella arrogant, but I remember watching him fight and thinking, "I want to fight this fucking guy. I think I can beat him." <laughs> and now look at no, him. I don't sound arrogant because I've always, I've always wanted to fight uh, Figueroa. Oh really? I'm the complete opposite. Figueroa scares the fuck out of me, dude. But, I mean, it, it scared me too, but it's that, it's that challenge. Like, oh. I would love to get in front of that challenge. Like, not, probably like not right now. You give me probably like two, give me about two, two and a half more years of just some strict, strict training. And I feel like I could, I know he's like a high level black belt and all that, but I feel like, man, like, I could probably catch him with some, because he, he likes to loop a lot and shit. Yeah. So. Even in his last fight, he looked decent. He still looked, he looked good. He looked powerful. He looked decent. It's something about that scary child. I don't know. He's a lot shorter, I so know. I feel like you could, you know, keep your distance. You could really fight on the outside a lot with him and Brandon. You know, I guess the thing with yeah. me is like me and Figueroa probably around the same height, and I just feel like he outpowers me. Like he's just gonna fucking he knock me into. Probably have a little more power than me. So. He, yeah, but I feel like you have more of an advantage of like avoiding the bombs. You know, for me, I feel like yeah. I'm just gonna have to. We gonna find out the first time he socks me in the face if I can take it. <laughs> See, well, I guess the thing with him is that he he does get tired. I'll tell you. Oh, and that's another yeah. thing I forgot to share. That was like. Besides the ground, the the most thing I was worried about with, when it came to fighting you was my cardio. I remember doing a ton of cardio because I was like, like feel like I, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm just worried about getting tired and not being able to like um, uh, do everything how I want to. And that's I, I was just like I want. What was it? I think I was worried about how long the rounds were. I thought they were going to be like three minutes, but then it was two, and that really like eased the eased the pressure on me a little bit. It's like okay, it's like brushing your teeth three times. We got this. Um, but oh, but Brandon Moreno, I rem- yeah, I, we already had that. Let's see. I so do you do DraftKings? Like, do you bet on fights? I don't. No, I just show my picks. Okay, I do a lot of betting. I've been betting since like. I think I've officially been doing DraftKings like since 2017, so like a good five years. Yeah, I'm I'm too uh, I'm too chicken to do that. I, I gotta wait till like, I damn near get perfect picks. Yeah. I'm in close though. Like one of the last cards, I think my record was like seven and four. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's a it's a rocky road when it comes to betting, dude. And then for me, it's like it just 
it's like my mindset, you know, kind of like what you're saying. You over here channeling like all the fighters you watching and stuff. And it's like the same thing. Like yeah. when I when I pick these fighters, I always just kind of like think of it as like, well, if I were to be in this fight, whose style would I want? So it's like, for example, I'm over here like I'm a prick. Pick Brandon Moreno over Kai Kara France, which is me and like. I, if I were to be one in the fight, I'd want to be Brandon and just try to pretend I'm that fucking guy. And then when they lose, I'm like, damn, at least I just bet and didn't actually fight, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. I feel it. Who you got in the uh, main event? I got, man. Um, I, at first, I was going with Amanda Nunez, but you know what, man? I, I, I don't know if it's just like a recent thing or she's always looked like this, but Juliana Pena is looking way more fucking chiseled and swole than, I don't know, she just looks ready, okay, dude. I, I was the only one that noticed that, but man. She looks different, just, right? I, 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 as much as I love Nunez, like, I, I think I think I'm leaning with Pena. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I have... Think I, I think I'm at to lean with the underdog. Yeah, I don't. We'll see tonight. Holy shit! But the thing about, but here's the thing that made me want to pick Amanda, um, with my, with the first thought of it is because I think Amanda was actually winning that first fight. I think she had it. I remember her. Yeah, she was winning. She's just making tactical errors. She was fighting with her emotions. But I remember that first round. She like she got Pena to the ground and was just like smiling, you know, like I got this, and everybody was like knowing that it was gonna work, and then out of nowhere they just started having a jab war, and um, yeah, she went down, dude. But I don't know. I guess it's just let, like let's just see if Amanda Nunez, you know, puts her emotions to the side and really brings the, that skill. But I don't know, man. Something about Juliana Pena. She's just giving me these vibes, like she knows what she's doing. Who fucking knows? Fucking man, um, that's why I'm like, I'm. Now nah, you're right, man. You're right. I, I'm, I'm really leaning towards uh, Nunez on this one. I mean, I, uh, uh, Pena. I'm tripping on Nunez. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, I think I am hungover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your mind is like, no, 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 you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, are you familiar with some of the faces on the undercard? Uh, let's look at the early prelims here. Let me see here. Okay. The very first fight is uh, Blood Diamond versus Coasty. Uh, I actually met one of the Coasty brothers at Team Alpha Male before. I think I think that's the older brother. I think that's Orion Casey. Yeah, yeah, versus Mike. Them, yeah. This is the welterweight fight, right? Yeah. Oh, Mike Diamond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if that's Orion Casey, that's the one I met. Okay. Yeah, he's oh. a super cool guy. Really? Nice. Yeah, and then Blood Diamond is uh is one of Izzy's training partners. Oh, so Blood I Diamond's think, a badass name, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> know. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Cozy though. I'm being a little biased on that, but so it's Alpha Male uh, versus uh uh what do they call themselves? City City Kickboxing. Okay, man, those City Kickboxing boys really coming up, huh? It's like they just throwing everybody there. That's crazy. It's good the to next see. Fight, I don't know who the hell that is. So I'm gonna just pick the new Gamaranu guy. Yeah, I'm gonna pick him because it says here on the card that uh, the other guy he's fighting, Potieria, his picture's in black and yeah. white. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna go with the guy with the colored picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, this motherfucker 19. Edwards and Kim. That's a good fight. I think I'm gonna go with Kim. I feel like I've seen, I've seen Kim seen her before. before. I think I see. Yeah, her. she got hands. 
Okay. Edwards is good too, but I think I think him might get it done. Michael Morales right, versus Adam. Man, you might as well say Miles Morales from Spider Man. <laughs> He's thirteen and zero. Fucking dude, he is fucking talented. You see, debut he fought uh, Trevin Giles. I don't know if you saw that fight, but he got dropped early and came back and knocked him out. He was like, damn. Okay, I'm going to do some, well, I guess I'll do it when I get off the phone here with you because I'm going to change my draft picks because uh, I've got my draft picks okay. for tonight. And I'm going to put Michael Morales in because I, I think I picked a random guy because I had like one more left to pick and I just picked whoever, but I'm, I'm going to switch him out with Michael Morales. Who knows? Maybe I already picked him. Okay. Let me move on to the yeah. prelims here. Dakar Close okay. versus Rafa Garcia. Oh, that's who it was. I picked Rafa Garcia because I'm actually not really a fan of Dakar Close. And I'll explain later. But who you got? Uh, I was going to actually pick Dakar, but why aren't you a fan of Dakar? I seen him fight um, years ago. Um, and who did he fight? Oh, man. I wish I knew his name. All I know is that he's black guy with a red mohawk, crazy kicks. Yes, they fought, and when they fought, I just got, Jakar Close put a bad taste in my mouth. He was just kind of being an asshole that fight. Like, he was just really being, like, arrogant, and uh, he seemed almost disrespectful. Um, And so, every time he fights, I was like, I don't like this guy. (laughs) And then, the whole Jeremy Stevens push kind of happened, and I was like, okay, that's kind of fucked up on Jeremy's end, whatever, but like... Um, and then I remember when he got that push from Jeremy Stevens, he was complaining about, um, you know, he's still not the same or that injured him. So that's kind of what's basing me off of, okay, I'm gonna go against him. Maybe he's still injured from the push or something. I don't know. Um, but I I don't know who Rafa Garcia is. So, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure Dracar Close is probably a, a cool guy. Maybe if I were to meet him, but I just, just remember that one day. He had that fight, and he just came off as a jackass. And I was like, I'm rooting against this guy. <laughs> okay, I feel it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just follow him on Instagram. He seemed like a pretty cool guy. The next oh. fight, though, I don't know who these guys are. No, I think I've seen Maze fight before. Okay. I have not seen Abuwala Hala. Well, I don't know how to say his name. Abuwala. Hamdi... Abdewabab. I'm gonna go with him because he's five and zero. Heavyweights. What's the other guy? What's the other guy's record? Nine and four. He looks like John Jones, actually. Kind of got yeah, the, I might go with the five and guy. Yep. They always like one of the bets. What they say with uh betting and MMA, the the heavyweights always have the highest chance of a finish, which is like you and. The lower you go down, the less of a chance of getting a finish. And, you know, finishes are worth more points when you parlay and stuff. Um, Drew Dober versus Rafael Alves. Man, Rafael Alves is... That guy... This fight might be fight of the night right here. Really? There's a chance. There's a chance for this being fight of the night. I know who Drew Dober is, but I've never seen him. Drew Dober is the fucking... The best looking motherfucking lightweight on the planet. Oh my god, really? <laughs> that guy is chiseled from fucking, like, like that's a like Greek sculpture, I'm telling you, man. And you see his comb over. Oh, I'm yeah. Saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, give my compliment. I, I give my compliments where they do. I'm not afraid to compliment another man. 
Oh yeah, I, I've seen it. Oh, I'm actually getting him confused. Um, I'm looking at his record and everybody who he's fought. Yeah, I seen him, but when I first saw uh, Drew Dober, I was thinking of somebody else. I think it was Co- I was thinking of Cody Stam or something because they they have the same haircut. Oh yeah, I was yeah. thinking of that. Yeah, I was like, it. didn't he just lose yeah. some one some Russian? But oh yeah, he beat Terrence McKinney. I remember that was uh, a crazy fight. Dude, that fight was so fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like. Terrence McKinney came out like a bat out of hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he always oh, was crazy. All right. Last one. Alex Morono versus Matthew Semelenberger. I think it's Samuel. 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 Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Burger. There we go. Samuel Burger. I think I might go with Morono. I mean, uh, the burger. Got a good chin as well. That burger hit Morono's hard. Morono's kind of wild, but Morono's beating some good guys. He's beating Cerrone. Let me look at his record. Uh, who else he beat? I think he beat Pettis. Oh no, he lost to Pettis. I think. He beat Mickey Gall, David Zawada. Hit. He beat Donald Cerrone. Wow. He beat. Yeah, I remember that. In 2021. Why does that yeah. feel like it flew over my head? I don't remember this at all. There's one of prelims. Huh. Yeah. Oh, you know what's crazy, man? Speaking of Donald Cerrone, I fucking missed his last fight. I took a. Sh- I was in the shower. Yeah. I felt disrespectful watching him, you know? Or just. <laughs> Damn, bro. You, you disrespected the MMA guys. What the fuck? I know, man. But well, you know what? It's How disrespectful that. The- before cowboy fights. Was it a main card? Was it, was it a main card fight? Uh, I think. I think he was on the prelims of a pay per view. See, that's disrespectful in himself. They put him on the prelims. But I think I'm going with Morono. Yeah, I'm going to go with Morono. All right, Morono. I officially got my, got my picks in. Yeah, I got to adjust my draft, Kings. And I'll fix that. But anyways, what else you want to talk about, man? Sheesh, I've, I've talked to you for an hour and 40 minutes. This is a good podcast, man. Man, uh... Damn. I'm, I mean... I think I've got everything out that I wanted to talk to you about, so it's it's open mat right now, dude. You can talk about whatever you want, man. Uh, how's the editing process for this goes? Oh, it's easy. I'm on. I don't know how like savvy you are with this stuff, but I'm on. Um, I'm just on Audacity, and so I don't think there's okay. anything I'm gonna edit out. Like I'm just gonna keep it one straight beeline, um, or one straight okay. shot, and um, I just. I just spoke a little bit. Sometimes I put music and stuff, um, so I'm, yeah, I might throw okay. that in, and then um, that's it. I think just for like when I um, when I promote it or something, I'm just gonna put the picture of you and I squaring off. Either that or you choking me. One of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to train with you, you know, but you're kind of like up. You are you still in sack? Yeah, I'm in Elk yeah, I go up and down, dude. Yeah. I go up and down, like, uh, with this whole comedy stuff, I'm trying to, like, go up and down. It kind of sucks where I'm at, because everything's a commute, and, like, I just, I fucking hate driving, yeah. dude. Like, I remember uh, driving to our fight. I was driving, you know, like, I had, I woke up, had no water, I was listening to some fucking Metallica. What song was it? Ride oh the Lightning. God, this was an extreme, gnarly death shit. What the <laughs> yeah, fuck? Yeah, dude. I'm... You was on your way to come kill me. <laughs> I was... 
I was ready, man. I was just like, this is. I was just so casual about it. Like we're just we're doing this. We're having fun. I think I. I think I made an analogy. It's like, man, today felt like Disneyland. It was a lot of standing around waiting, and then the ride was so quick. <laughs> mm, wow. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Even on my end, it kind of felt like that too, yeah. Yeah. Is it like... Because I think we were like... We were what? Oh, I was going to say, I think we were like the fourth fight or fifth fight, so it did go by kind of quick. We were the second fight, actually. We were right after the first one who oh, got knocked right. out. Oh, you're right. I'm tripping, yeah. 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 Dude, we you've had so many fights, out. you're probably just kind of confusing them with other fights. You know what's funny, actually? <laughs> I just remembered this. When you beat me, I was... um. It's been four years, bro. I'll say it like it's. I'll, I'll show my fucking cards. But the first thing is, I remember walking out of the cage, and you know, I, I was making friends and stuff. I made friends with uh, Tyson Miller. You know who he is? Yeah. He just fought last night. He fucking knocked somebody out in like thirty seconds. Crazy on oh, you right, on yeah. Fight Pass. Um, yeah. On I'm, LFA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I was in the blue corner. Yeah, shouts out to... I'm going to try and get him on. You know you're actually not the first MMA fighter I've had on here. I've had another pro uh, on. Yeah. His name's Gabe Sab- Sagman out of Canada. Um, oh, okay. And so I think you're the second MMA fighter I've had on here. Who knows? Um, But I just remember... So I was blue corner, making friends with everybody in the blue corner. And then even before we went to our like separate locker rooms, I remember still making friends with some people in the red corner... And I just remember after the fight, I was just so, like, disoriented from everything that happened. I remember when the doctor checked up on me. It was just, like, a quick, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm more disappointed than I am injured. And they're like, yeah, I know. And then that that was it. I just had to sign some papers, had a little six-day suspension. No big deal. Um, but I remember walking into the red corners um, locker room thinking it was the blue corners, like, real quick. And I wasn't allowed in there. And I just walked in there, saw some dude warming up. And I just was like, hey, good luck, man. And then, like, realized I was in the wrong fucking room. <laughs> and I just walked out. And then, um, it's heck of funny. Yeah, that, I think that same guy that I met, um, I didn't watch his fight. But, like, right before I left, I saw him. I was like, hey, what, did you win? Like, what, what happened? How'd it go? And he's like, yeah, I won, I won. And then later when I see the tape, he didn't win. He got knocked out, dude. And, like, I was just thinking maybe he was just so rocked or concussed, you know. Like, maybe he had that whole what happened kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know his name. I I never, like, got his socials or anything. It's just all I remember, he was a black guy. I think he had a blasted chest. Um, Big guy. He was probably fighting at, like, middleweight or welterweight, something like that. And... Yeah, the fight was... All of those fights that night were fucking quick. And he... Like, the fight with him was probably, like, a minute long. And I think he rocked the dude. um, But then the dude came back and TKO'd him. And I think, like, just trying to, like, um, understand him saying he won. Like, maybe he's just... He rocked him and that's what made him think he won. And he's just so disoriented. Because I think I remember watching the footage when the ref like waved it off he kind of had his hands up like what you know what happened so he was like nah fuck that i won <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's fucking wild. i don't remember that night yeah i mean i, I said night i mean fight <laughs> <laughs> my um well he used to be my teammate he had fought that night too 
And I think, uh, I forgot how this fight went. Oh, it didn't go his way, but uh, I just remember, like, uh, hurting my throat because I was screaming so much at him and telling him, like, get up from the bottom position or whatever. Mm. And I wasn't even in his corner. I was just in the crowd. But, um, yeah, that was a pretty pretty wild day, too. Oh, my other friend fought, too, uh, Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine. Yeah, she fought that day, too, so... Dude, my throat was hurting for a couple of days after that rear naked choke you put me in. I don't, I don't know if you, rem- I don't know if you remembered. Like, I heard myself. Like when you got me in, and I already felt it. Like it was tight, but I was just like, I'm pulling all of my my mic to turn, and I remember just like hearing myself like fucking growling, dude. I wonder if you heard me growling. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Like you felt my hands good initially. Yeah, I got man. It was when I switched over to the gable grip. mm -hmm, It was so frustrating because I broke it for like literally a second, and when I broke it, I was like, okay, we out. And then you just put it in tighter, and when you put it in tighter, um, I went. I just remember going the wrong way. Like maybe I was supposed to go like left, and I went right. So I was like going with the choke, and I was already kind of choking out to begin with. So I just saw. No, you were supposed to go uh, right. Oh, and I went left. If, yeah, okay. If you had went, went right, I would have I would have fell on my elbow, and it probably would have. Uh, I, I probably would have had to adjust my grip. It was so some of those. With the, yeah. It was one of those split second decisions that I was, you know, uh, making wrong, and I was already running out of gas. I saw it was like tunnel vision, you know, like I knew I was kind of going out, and like I didn't even tap man, on you. Who the fuck is he on tap? <laughs> I'm over here tapping I'm like. Hey man, to give credit, it was still like the first minute. I had to give it a couple of, <laughs> I had to give it everything, bro. Man, I see, man, you see people get put in guillotines and stuff. It's done in ten seconds, and people go out, you know. But um, uh, yeah, man, I I saw it was tunnel vision. I knew I was going out, and then I just remember, and then you had your you had the body triangle on me. I felt like you were just stretching my body and choking me, bro. I was like, I know what this is. This I'm in checkmate. That's what I put. That's what I always tell people, bro. Like, it's funny. Um, so I have this joke, um, and I did it last night, where I tell people, yeah, I'm kind of new to comedy. At least a stand-up version of it, and I start shadow boxing, and then I'm like, "You motherfuckers don't want to see me on the ground." And I do a roll, and I do a little bit of shrimping, and then when I got up, I got I, some people found me on Instagram, and they're like, "Hey man, you you do you do mar you do martial arts, you do UFC, <laughs> you know?" And like, it's like the, the, the shadow boxing and the roll looked a little too clean, this and that. And I told him, like, um, "Yeah, I, yeah, I've done MMA," and I told him about my loss, and they're like, "Oh, so." Was it was it your fault or what 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 happened? And I was just like, look, man, you play chess. It's just sometimes when you play chess, you get put in checkmate in the first five moves, dude. It happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I what I did to you that night has happened to me countless times in this gym. Where oh yeah, we start off from standing and we're just we're just like doing like a, a jujitsu match or something or a jujitsu trainer. I get taken down, get submitted hella quick. I remember getting submitted quick so many times in the game. Like, yeah, dude. Oh, like, I've never really done traditional gi. Like, man, um, it's crazy, man. Yeah, my guy who goes to Tenth Planet when he when we first started, this motherfucker would make me tap multiple times in a round, 
And now, and it got to the point where I was just satisfied with. I'm sure, I didn't win the round, but I'm just satisfied that I was able to defend and not get a tap in the whole the whole round. And to this day, I still haven't tapped them. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. A lot of my like one of my good friends, Andy. Shout out my boy Andy. Um, man, like I don't think I've like I remember one time I came close. I had him in an arm bar, and the fucking clock went off. I was Aww. like, <laughs> I was like, bro, and he was like, bro, you were close. I was like, come on, <laughs> and that was like the last time. I, that's when we were like white belts. He's like a purple belt now. No. I mean, he should be a brown belt, but yeah, he's a, he's a purple belt now, and it's like, what the fuck? I haven't trained with him in, in a while, but man, that shit is crazy. That's yeah. crazy. It's fun. Like, do you kind of keep a mental score? I feel like you shouldn't do this, but I I'm guilty of doing it. Sometimes I always keep a little like mental score in my head of like just sparring. Like, I. It's like, oh, this guy's never caught me in a rear naked, you know. I'm, I, it's like a goal to never get caught in that or something, you know. Like, um, no, there's some of my buddies at the gym I haven't tapped, or, or not haven't tapped, but like haven't tapped, but haven't tapped with certain techniques. Yeah, like I, but, I, I don't uh, want it, and, uh, and when it comes to like striking and stuff, you know, I'm not trying to be all competitive, like it's a real fight. So I, I, I keep that out of my head. Like if I lose a round in sparring or whatever, I don't really keep it to myself like I, i'm okay with losing in sparring you gotta lose in sparring you know it's like if you have too much of an ego yeah. where you always want to win it that's I, I i'm against sparring hard you know but i will tell you when i was I mean, getting there's, ready there's for you that, yeah like you need a little bit of hardness uh, no homo every now and then yeah. but um <laughs> i do remember when i was getting ready for you that was like some of the hardest sparring i had done like i'd be leaving the gym with headaches bloody noses and shit and uh, oh man what the fuck nah, we got... yeah i haven't been i i don't nah, do I it mean, like that anymore <laughs> i mean i was definitely sparring hard but not like and ironically i've never had a bloody nose this far oh i think i just have a weak like, i think i've got like the diaz in me and my nose like you could just like sneeze mm-hmm. and my nose will start bleeding I just hate sometimes when I get hit clean in my nose. I said my nose. I was getting ready to say my nose. Uh, I hate sometimes when I get hit clean on my nose. Um, I have to sneeze. Yeah. And thankfully, knock on wood. I don't see. Okay, knock on wood. Hopefully, this do not happen in a fight. But if I get hit in the nose and I gotta sneeze, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. <laughs> You're gonna just sneeze like, up on somebody. You know. <laughs> no, cause you can't take time out real quick. I'm like, hold on, bro. I gotta sneeze real quick. Just pretend it's an eye poke, real quick. You know. Man, that's a... look at the replay like, dude, he jabs you in your nose. Have you seen these unfortunate events? Like, last week, Tom Aspinall blew his knee out within 8 seconds. The week before that, yeah, uh... Well, 15 seconds. Oh, okay. And then the week before yeah. that, Ortega bl- blows out his uh, his shoulder. And then and then the Sugar Sean eye poke. That's just some... some yeah. Like, Every time I watch that shit, it's like, God damn it. You know, anything can fucking happen. <laughs> you know? I know, that is kind of wild. Like, three of the most anticipated fights of the year. And it's like, they end like that. Let's see if it and happens this week. fighting Peter Yon. It's like, what the fuck? Juliana Pena's about to get disqualified for biting uh, Amanda Nunez's neck or something, dude. Because she said she was going to do that. She said she was going to... And gonna... was like, oh, I hope that don't happen. <laughs> she said... <I> mean... <laughs> She was, she was over exaggerating, but uh, watch hey, her do it. Watch her do it. 
man how are we gonna end this off well i guess i'll ask you did you think it's kind of early in the day but have you thought about killing yourself today have you ever thought about killing yourself holy shit (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's the last question (laughs) all right i'm gonna be completely honest um there was one point time in my life where i did contemplate it um i never thought about going through with it though i had just contemplated it i can't remember the exact year Actually, no, 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 I do remember the year, because it was, um, and this wasn't necessarily her fault, so I'm not going to blame it on my ex or anything at all, Okay. but I do remember, and like, I want to say, like mid, probably like mid-2017, there was just like a lot of like, man, I was going through a lot of shit financially, like mentally, and like, it was just, it was, a lot of it was spiraling out of control a little bit. Yeah. And I remember like, writing it down on a piece of paper, like, if I was to do it, what would I do? Mm, wow, on a piece and of paper. And I remember paper. leaving it, yeah, and I remember leaving that piece of paper out for a few days in my dresser, and coming back and looking at it. And then one day, like I think a few days later, I looked at it again and just balled it up and threw it away and like, I'm not saying that was like the sign that made me never thought about it again, but mm. it kind of seemed like it was, I guess. I mean, that reminds me yeah. of like a tactic that I like every time, <clears throat> every time I have like suicidal ideation, just or anything, I always tell myself uh, the two week rule. You know, if you're really serious about it, you need to give yourself two weeks. And if you feel the same, then maybe you need to go get some mental uh, health help, like actual professional help or seek help. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it's like, you know, some people just don't know how to deal with not feeling good and they, they act too quick or rationally about it. But that's just kind of remind you know, you wrote it down on a piece of paper. That's, I never really, never really talked to anybody who's done something like that. Like, uh, and then they, they left it there and then you checked on it in a couple of days, um, just to kind of like reflect, like, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you throwing it away was kind of like, nah, I don't feel that way anymore, you know? Exactly, yeah, because I, like, it was like a, even though I wasn't saying this at the time, oh, keep that same energy, it was kind of like me asking myself that. Yeah. Because I go, back in that day, I used to go on my dresser often and, like, get my wallet, my keys, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that piece of paper was right there with the, the description of, like, okay, if I'm going to do it, how would I do it? And, like, it just kept sitting there, I'm like, Nah, that's not, it don't, nah, it don't feel, when I first wrote it down, I, I was like, that feeling was like, man, like, you know, that, that's, that deep sorrow feeling, it was that, a few days later, it was like, alright, I don't know why I did that, mm. I guess I was just too, too, too much in my feels. Oh yeah, and you were a little younger too, this is about five years ago, it comes with like emotional growth and things like that. Yeah. Alright. So. You know what, I know I said that would be um, the last question, but I got to end on a lighter note and kind of clown on you a little bit. Um, man, I'm assuming you got an Android, right? Yep. It's like something about Android users, it's like it's a different filter. Like, I have this theory that like people who have Androids, because I have friends who have Androids, and they're like, dude, the quality of my camera is like 
8K, you know, it's hella good. It's like, not to the iPhone <clears throat> users. Like, I feel like there's some fuckery going on with Apple. Like, they try to, like, lower the quality of Android users' pictures to just, I don't know, make us, like, hate them more or something or clown on them. But, <laughs> um, and I... <laughs> This is, uh, I don't know what it has to do a little bit with what I'm about to say, but I think I recently saw you post something about you being like a personal chef for people and stuff, and I, I, I don't want to blame oh, it. Oh, yeah, I was just joking. I don't want to blame it on the Android filter, bro, but you had posted some, some meat recently, and you made some, <laughs> like, medium rare meat, or, like, yeah. uh, I am not a fan of, of, uh, of... <laughs> Uh, undercooked meat bro i saw i was gonna say it in the comments i was like no nah, i'm gonna tell you on the podcast bro that shit looked like it was still alive bro like i'm <laughs> that's just me i'm not that's a fan really good, man. i ain't a fan I, i'm a well done kind of guy when it comes to the meat bro <laughs> i mean i like well done too but that medium rare man it hit different i haven't i haven't evolved to it yet i mean i'll eat it but Man, it's for acquired taste, man. I, I wasn't a big fan of it at first, but the way some of my friends been doing it, it's like, bruh, I'm telling you. You you you're big into salmon, right? I think I see you make a lot of salmon. Yeah, I love salmon. Man, see, uh, I'm just being biased. I I used to love salmon. I used to eat it a lot, but um, I got like the worst food poisoning of my life in 2017 from salmon. And I went to this restaurant, and I was really sure to ask to get it well done because i've just always been paranoid about getting like undercooked fish or something and when they gave yeah. it to me that shit wasn't well done bro and i just didn't want to be a karen about it and i just said fuck it i'm gonna eat and i remember i ate and it probably didn't help that i went to the gym right after and did some squats to kind of like compromise my immune system even more probably and uh bro i was just projectile vomiting like from family guy all night um it took it like marin it was marinating for a while and i thought i was gonna die like i really thought i was i was in bed the only time in my life where i had gotten so sick that i woke up didn't leave my bed and uh, for the whole day i woke up and went back to sleep without even leaving my bed like all day and um i was living with my mom at the time and my mom was saying like like my eyes are rolling to the back of my head and everything like it was crazy um and so ever since then i have not had salmon it's been five years dude it's crazy wow you know what man i was getting ready to say you know what's even crazier actually it's not crazier but i've never had food poisoning oh it sucks man it sucks yeah i've heard like i've had so many friends who had it before but yeah, I'd, uh, I'd uh, rather have the flu than food poisoning. Um, I mean, despite me being a very picky eater, like, I'm still willing to try other new foods, but, uh, yeah, I never... Well, I didn't, I didn't think you were picky. Poisoning. What's something you don't fuck with? Uh, fake people. I mean, yeah. food-wise, not <laughs> uh, uh, let me see... Oh, I don't like peas. I hate peas. Oh, okay. That's pretty random. <laughs> um, what else? I uh, know. <laughs> I went straight to... I attacked the vegetables first. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, you don't come off as a picky eater to me. Mm. Yeah. Nah, you can ask most of my close friends. They'd be like, man, every time we go out with air, we gotta... 
we gotta make sure we go to the right restaurant because <laughs> this nigga ain't gonna eat half the shit that's over there. <laughs> so I ain't a fan of beans. That's something to, about me. Unless, and I like beans. Yeah, I'm big fan of beans. Unless it's coffee beans or something. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm hella picky, but I'm so open to a lot of shit. So, but uh, yeah. All right. Well. I guess I'll wrap it up, man. Is there anything you want to shout out or anything? Man, I just want to give a quick quick shout-out to all my loved ones out there. Y'all know who y'all are, all my close friends, my friends that's far, friends that's in other countries, friends in the Bay Area, friends in other states. I love you all. And a uh, quick shout-out to my team, even my old team, PRS, my other teammates down uh out in Oakland as well, MTM, Muay Thai Minded, my Underground Lab fam. We got hitters on the way. We got new hitters, old hitters. We all, we coming, we coming. So, be on the lookout. That, I just wanna, huh? I said, oh, be yeah, on, on the lookout, lookout bro. I just wanna thank you for giving me this uh, opportunity to talk with you and catch up with you and stuff, and you know, kind of give people a little bit of insight on what goes on in our fighters crazy minds so oh yeah you did say this is your your first podcast man you do pretty well you did yeah thank you man i I was a bit nervous a bit nervous (laughs) more more nervous than fighting (laughs) (laughs) that could be a podcast name yeah (laughs) man i like that more not not to be biased i might do that i might do that (laughs) i might do that Shit. Nah, it wasn't that nerve-wracking though. It, it just felt like you know I'm talking to a homie, so. I feel it, man. Yeah, you came off you came off good, man. Not to be biased, I think you're probably the best MMA fighter I've had on, man. So uh, I appreciate the nah, talk. You got plenty of ones. You got plenty of good ones too. So I'm I about to get Tyson though. on. I'm about to get Tyson on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, man. Uh, I will keep you updated with everything that's going on with me we'll, we'll keep in touch shit maybe i'll have you on again and uh i think i remember when i when i lost to you i said you better do good because i want to tell people that i lost to a champion and you did achieve that you became you became a champion so i'm proud of you man like you you, you, I appreciate that, it's man. an honor it's an honor to lose you to you, part of my journey man you helped me so yes sir man and you helped me too so when does uh when does this drop you know, I don't know because I just recorded something yesterday, so I don't know which one I want to drop first. Um, I'll, I'll get okay, it done sometime this so week. Could, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I can, you know. I'll shoot you a message, bro. So, For sure, man. Thank you, it. man. You have a great rest of your day. You take care of yourself and keep doing your thing, man. All right, you too, brother. All right, man. See ya. All right, bro. I'm going to give that a five-star... Um, record right here so check check in with y'all later man this is a long episode but um bye